night out with me, DJ Susie. Raise to the bottom, 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 boom. You know what that means. Oh, ho, 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 ho. Freestyle show. So often I just spend hours and hours on this piece, up in this piece, getting ready for this piece. Peace in the Middle East. Nobody says that anymore. They should. If any time, if any time they would need to say that, it's now, right? Let me bring my guests in. Hey, guys. Hey. Whoa. Oh, nice. You, wait, where, where are you? You there? Yeah. I'm here. Let, actually, oh, that's. I think that's mic four. You're on mic four? Try that. Let's see. Oh, yep. oh, 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 oh. That's Roscoe's mic. Oh, my goodness. Goodness gracious. So it's Race to the Bottom. This is Radio Free Brooklyn. I'm your host, John Reed. We've got Kent and Terzel in studio, and this is a freestyle show. Freestyle. No notes. No notes. But Terzel, put away your notes, man. <laughs> Coming up here, I the the one rule is no notes. This guy's got a trapper keeper <laughs> overflowing with notes. No no shtick today, guys. If you want to call, call call away. 718-928-9732. But you can't do some character you've been working on all week. I can't. Oh. No. I got like 10 monologues planned. You that's not okay, Kent. You uh it's 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 all Freestyle. about it's all about risk today. <laughs> Is it ever? Yeah. So you, if, it's a risky world. You gotta be free to fail though, to make something new. I don't know what's gonna happen today, guys. Yeah, I well, don't either. This is some deep life advice. Yeah. So so how's it how's it going? Uh, Terzel had his first show t- today, uh Blue Yorker, eight eight AM. How's how's that? Early, it was early. it was good. I can't believe I got a listener. Thank you so much for listening to that. Oh yeah, it was it was good. Some some nice some jams. Yeah, it was pretty good. Had uh, Aaron uh, for like the first five minutes help me out. Oh yeah, yeah, that she left. That's, nice. Yeah. Are you a morning person? How was that doing their, your show at that time? No, I wouldn't say I'm a morning person, but uh, you know, I don't know. You got to make sacrifices. Sometimes, Where are you coming right? in from? I like a, it's like a thirty minute walk, thirty minute walk, thirty minute walk. Yeah, a brisk walk. Could you take the train maybe and make? No, it I can't take minute. the train. It's either Uber or, or walk. He's not allowed to take the train. Yeah, are you banned? <laughs> There's no train that connects. <laughs> it's it's a shadow, there. shadow. What's a shadow ban? Either you guys know what a shadow ban is. No shadow ban. People have been talking about that online. They say I'm sh- I think I might be shadow banned on twitter or i think it means that like you're not outright banned but twitter or or like instagram will mess with your algorithm it's like what we were talking about last time i feel like i'm shadow banned on facebook whenever i promote anything yeah to seeing what they've got it down to they're going to decide who sees what you yeah makes sense for them oh man they yeah they definitely play with algorithms though facebook especially facebook is not the the most reliable place 
you guys get served up ads where you'd be like, not even talking about it, but like just like texting something and you get the ad. Yeah. Creepy. Last night, a crown fell off my, <laughs> fell out of my mouth. Oh. Even one of those, uh, those, <laughs> those bricks that are made of like mortar and raisins. The crown those, season three. The, in my mouth. Yeah. yeah. But that sucker fell off and I text my wife later. I just mentioned tooth and crown. And then I got an ad. And then I went to Instagram, you know, to see what the world was up to. Creepy. It makes and you wonder said, if they're listening uh, to you. Well, they, they weren't unless there's a chip implanted. Probably. Maybe a dentist did it. That's just so creepy. Yeah, that's not cool, man. Well, isn't that weird? Yeah. No. My, well, did, do you think your wife might have Googled something? Did it, you Google something? It wouldn't something? make sense. I didn't. I, I, like, I went back and I made sure and I looked at keywords and the only yeah. keyword was tooth and crown and crown could have been i could have got served up the crown uh, netflix yeah but instead i got smiley new york wow some weird stuff freaky stuff yeah one oh. time i asked my wife what gathering the magic was and i got gathering the magic magic the gathering well no right well no yes maybe well. i got something completely different <laughs> Magic the Gathering. What is, I mean, grammatically doesn't even, it's not even sticky. No. Sounds like a stage day. Magic the Gathering. Should be the Gathering Magic. Yeah. There was this guy. So people who, who've listened to my show for a long time know that I was a, uh, I was in the pizza delivery game for a very long. No way. Part of my life. Seven years. What? I worked at this place, Pizza Cabin, for seven years. Oh, man. Um, while I was trying to be a musician and, and uh, trying to support myself. That was my day job. And um, can you hit the cough button next time, please? Do I have access to one? No. Uh- <laughs> can you? <laughs> you saw what I did. I did a thing where I went down. And- uh, but anyway, uh, yeah. So there was this guy, Mike Tompkins. And Mike Tompkins was a... Uh, Real piece of work. He was another delivery driver. And he, Mike Tompkins, um, had this voice. I was like, really, guy? He'd always say, really, guy? Oh, man. And finally, one day I was like, if you say really, guy, one more time, I'm going to lose it. (laughs) Don't say really, guy, to me. I'm not your guy, and I don't need (laughs) I just went off on him. Um, And he, Mike Mike Tompkins was a big uh, uh, insane clown posse guy. You know those oh, guys, yeah. what, Insane Clown that group Posse. Called the uh, Insane there's, Clown Posse. No, but there's the fans are oh, named the Juggalos. The Juggalos. And he had on his on his license plate it said ICP for life. ICP. Yeah, Insane Clown Posse. Oh, okay. I guess number not. four right. life. And uh, he was an interesting guy. And um, anyway, the reason I bring up this story is that he was a big Magic the Gathering. Uh, aficionado, but yeah. he was he got a reputation for being like a big crybaby if he ever lost and <laughs> kind of getting in people's face and kind of not being uh, the best sport. So he was kind of he was shadow banned. <laughs> um, I think shadow banned might be the name of this episode. Shadow banned, he was ba- basically banned from my town's uh magic, you know, role playing gatherings. gatherings, LARPing, as it were, yeah. And uh, so me and my buddy Vance, who uh, calls in the show from time to time, we would joke around that he had to, he would need to go to like a, you know, there's like speakeasies, like 
he would need to go to like a play easy where he could he could like secretly still play his his uh his cards in the back of like most comic book shops there's basically it looks like a speakeasy for you know <laughs> nerds nerds the nerd easy nerd easy yeah but they're working it hard like live and then they're you know fire in their eyes trying to out larp each other live action role play i feel like that's the place that would have hurt him most to get bad from where if, if you're gonna ban someone from something you want to you want to do it in a place that hurts like if if you like bathrooms and you get banned from bathrooms oh yeah 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 you don't want to get banned you don't well first of all you don't want to get banned from bathrooms at all no period yeah you said work they're work work working so this is how this is how it goes you mentioned something the right. song pops into my head that's how we're gonna hear it I don't ser- have any served so- up yeah. I don't have any songs planned today guys off the fly but I had but you said work I I Did got I? Rihanna popped into my head seven years of pizza experience would do that to you <laughs> uh let's let's listen to Rihanna for a second um off of her album, Ant, this is Anti, right? Off of Anti. Anti. Did you guys see Tom, Tom Hanks' son at the Golden Globes speaking Jamaican patois? Oh, my God. Is that real? Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. real. His, Chet Hanks, he's like a rapper, and uh, he, yeah, he's a kind of a troubled, he's had some addiction stuff. Uh, I clearly. how Pierce Bronson's very tall and skinny. Um, <laughs> dishing out the the, the, the hardware. Did you what? see? It? Did you watch the Golden Globes? Yeah. Remember, there's a very tall, kind of lurchy, like Pierce Brosnan. Pierce Brosnan's son. Brosnan. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> All Bond. Right. Like, uh, we'll be right back. Uh, give us a call seven one eight nine two eight nine seven three two. This is Radio Free Brooklyn, and you're listening to Race to the Bottom, baby. I would never, no, never neglect you. Done, 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 done at work, come over We just need to slow the motion Don't get out of way to no one Long distance, I need you When I see potential, I just gotta see it through if you I know he's about to cuss, so I'm gonna turn it down Because we, uh, we don't cuss on this show, guys I'm sorry, I know you guys both uh, cuss on your shows Cussing up a storm Playing all this stuff with curse words left and right A cuss, Saturday cuss, morning cuss. Cuss, 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 cuss. Cuss, 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 cuss. Yeah. I, if I do, I don't realize it. I know Roscoe's got it. Yeah. Likes to yuck it up, but we'll keep him out of here. My friend had a, uh, had a rap album that he did with people in his neighborhood, and it was called Cussin' an S. An S? Well, in the S an word. Yeah. Cussin' an S. Oh, okay, okay. I thought, that was a, yeah, <laughs> I thought that was a great... Name for a, a record, right? Cussing an S. Yeah. Cussing an S. Um, well, we we're, were trying to figure out whether it was action 
whether whether it was Pierce Brosnan or Bronson. If if you know if it's Pierce Brosnan or Bronson, give us a call seven one eight nine seven three two. Look at the phones light up. Yeah, I know. Geez, all these people know people booking across their kitchen floors. Yeah. Um, and then we we started talking about action Bronson. So I, and this this might be a problematic as far as is he a popular rapper? I, I, he, he's like a, he has like a a, a cult like a following. Yeah, kind of like niche, the tenacious niche D audience. of these little satirical. Like in him, like he doesn't take himself that seriously. No, he's a, I think he's serious. <laughs> I think he's like serious. Yeah. He's he's a pretty good. Uh, I I like him. Um, is this him? But he does, yeah. He sounds, uh, yeah. This this guy has so many curses on on here. I don't know what I'm trying to do here. Um, isn't there like? Oh, here. Oh, I have an edited one. Yes. No, yeah. you don't. <laughs> oh, you hear that in the background? Here we go. Love letter. The the thing about Action Bronson is he sounds like. Uh, which rapper does he sound like? He sounds like uh, like a almost like a. Early two thousands rapper, he sounds like Ghostface Killer. Yeah, they say that. They yeah, say that. in oh, Ghostface, uh, talk about something I can't play on the show. Ghostface, uh, like yeah, he sounds Wu-Tang. so much like Ghostface. Yeah, but that's the comparison. He Ghost went after him, and there's this video of Ghost uh, just going off on Action Bronson for you know oh, really? he's like recorded a video and sent it to him. Just said he stole his style. Yeah, he's just like keep my. He didn't say keep my name out out your mouth. Keep my style style out your mouth, kind of. But how thing. can you? Yeah, I mean, I'd have to hear how exact it is, like a side by side. But okay. it's like telling Bruno Mars to, to not, right? Like sound like Prince and James Brown at times, or Michael. Exactly. Yeah. Right. I, I, mean. I think uh, for rap, it's like a little different though because. Uh, it's a competition-based genre. Like everything is about competition. Yeah, I mean, um, not just competition. Like, like imagine like, James Brown like beefing with like Bruno Mars. Like yeah, that's that's, that's probably not gonna happen. Think about James. There's nobody for James Brown. Nobody could beef with James Brown. Yeah, no, he was like, like who was a, gonna take it. To he him. was like a G. Yeah, but nobody. There was nobody doing what he was doing. Yeah. All right, you asked for a side by side. All right, so let's. But for rap, like uh, especially with him, it's like really, really similar, like like their cadences, and that's how rappers like sort of distinguish themselves is like by their cadence and by their flow. So when you steal it, it's like a big deal. So some are so similar though; it's almost yeah. All right, so not like ODB or somebody. But let's here's your side by side. This is action. Okay, you're getting this, Kent? You listening? Yeah. yeah. You're looking at your phone. You, you're looking for I notes. I rented Braveheart. My, my wife, Matt. Okay, you you're, you get you're getting his. Did she okay, text you? You, you yeah, rented you paid, Braveheart. You paid for Braveheart, of course. Braveheart's <laughs> worth paying for. All right, so you you got you got that that style. Yeah, I got now that style. Now here's uh here's. Here's Ghost. That's Raekwon. Hold on. I was gonna say. I can tell the Wu Tang just by sound. Yeah, I'm I'm hip like that. That's Raekwon. Where's? That's Capadonna. Come on, guys. <laughs> All right. 
Go to his solo stuff. Here we go. Yeah, I guess that is pretty. Yeah, uh, the... <laughs> you almost not tell the difference? I mean, this is smoother to me. Well, it's a slower song. And the beat is, is uh, also different. Yeah. The beat is more relaxed. Oh, but he's got better. I can see where Ghostface is coming from. But then, it, but it, uh, what's his name? Action Bronson. They should call him Inaction Bronson because he's a very large man. Yeah. yeah he's you large. get that? Yeah. Doesn't he throw like chips and snacks out? Tell his, uh, he has a show on, uh, on Vice. Yeah. About like eating and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So, like, you know, he's it's called F That's Delicious. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, no cussing. Yeah. F That's Delicious. <laughs> F That's Delicious. <laughs> uh, and he also is known to like, uh, like if if somebody gets uh, up on stage, tries to bum rush the stage while he's rapping, he likes to body slam them. Where did he, where did he come? Where, where's his background? Where does this guy come from? He's, he's from, from New York. Yeah, he's from Queens. He's like Albanian. Queens. Okay. He's yeah. yeah, and he's in um, Queens. Is- he's in the um, the Irishman. Oh, who does he play? The. He got they buy the casket from him. I haven't seen oh. it yet, but he sells a casket to the. Death. Have you seen? Man, Irish, I've been watching Irishman? it for a month. Yeah, it takes like twenty minutes a night, once a week. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's sort of I love Scorsese and I love that cast, but it's almost like a marathon. Drags it's on. three and a half hours. Oh man, it's it's great. It's it's not as I don't know. It's missing some of that Scorsese kind of magic. Just energy, yeah. Like the kind of badassery or whatever it is. Yeah, like a good. I guess account of what happened. Some of it more opinionated than others, as mm. far as. Have you? Nobody here has seen it. So. No, no. Okay. We, I, my wife and I keep saying we're gonna watch it, but it's we, Pacino being mad about Kennedy a lot. That fuck, that Kennedy. Wow, you just. I didn't. You. Go into the penalty box. <laughs> <laughs> Any, either I you guys asked, hockey fans? Is your fan base kindergarten? I've I just <laughs> <laughs> I have uh, I have nieces and nephews listening uh, and students. I'm sorry, potential, I'm sorry. Potential students. Oh God, I've, 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 I've I never teach. Yeah, the, the students in the Bronx. Yeah, well, I I don't teach in the Bronx anymore. I, oh, yeah. I now I teach in. The, I got to change my bio on the. Are you at the French the school? I, I I can neither confirm or deny that I'm not I'm not allowed to say where I teach. Okay, I'm serious. I won't say where I work either. Yeah, no, they they. Oh, I'm sure. My mm. school has told me I cannot say where. Totally. I, oh, I, wow. nobody. I teach. Well, they told you that. Yeah, well, they, you probably shouldn't say in general much about personal life. Yeah. But yeah, you but told fans us are friends. <laughs> you told us we uh, you you rented Braveheart. So what? T- tell us what the <laughs> thought process behind renting Braveheart was I came home I think I quoted it and I, I re- remembered uh my wife you, you've never seen Braveheart right no why would I want to see that why would you not want to see that it's vintage because Gibson's a creep okay fine mm-hmm. but you know there's some lines in there and never take our freedom and some of the mm-hmm. beautiful I haven't seen Irish it. what yeah yeah I haven't you either. gonna rent it again 
I'm gonna rent it for you. <laughs> I know it's like one of those legendary movies. Have you not seen it either? No, I haven't seen it. This is the format of the show is three guys talking about things we've never <laughs> we don't know anything about. One guy knows something. <laughs> yeah, Braveheart. Uh, I'm surprised, and you guys. Yeah. If I mean, I'm not. I'm less surprised. Yeah. You haven't seen it, maybe because age wise, but like in 1995, I wasn't even born. <laughs> what? Wow. So another another uh, pizza cabin story. There was this guy we called him Dumb David, and uh, he was a manager um, at at Pizza Cabin, and. He would do movie reviews, and he'd be like, "Yeah, I was, I was watching this uh, movie on on TV last night. It was like uh, it's like about this like uh, sniper and and uh, I think it was a sniper. And it was uh, it was uh, pretty good. It's better better than I thought it'd be. <laughs> that, that was basically every movie. There was a sniper involved." And it was pretty he, good. It was pretty good. It was better than I thought it would be. And we always talked, said he should. There's like two sniper movies, American Sniper and <laughs> in, in the Line of Fire, I think. I think the guy was like a sniper. Like, he like ran a like a coffee shop or maybe he's like a sniper. Something like that. <laughs> I don't Barista know. the sniper. It was better than I thought it'd be. Seven out of ten. Yeah, better than it. That's yeah, better than I thought Mildly surprised. Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Oh. So yes, I got. I don't know. You know, Braveheart. It's the, like one ninety nine to rent. But yeah, it's sitting there. It's a three hour adventure too. It's uh, moving, three moves. hours is like a. No man, this one moves. <laughs> this isn't the Irishman. Oh, gotcha. You see, the like Titanic was like what three and a half hours too. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's Go probably watch. the longest movie I've ever seen. No, mm-hmm. I'm glad I ran it. I'm gonna watch Braveheart. All weekend. Yeah. Can't wait. All just all at once or on um, repeat? It's usually how it works. Yeah. I'm going to try and, I don't know. It's going, I'm going to view it. Wait, you have a, a TV or a computer? I have both. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm we loaded. Just, we just have a, uh, we just have a computer. We're thinking about getting a TV. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You're in the market. Yeah. We're worried about getting a TV, though. Why? Do you not have a, it's just a screen but, that, I mean, we, Essentially, just set up our yeah. laptop and everything just streamed. We've been watching Jeopardy and the Ken Jennings. Do you guys not Ken Jennings. that either? I know, I know who Ken Jennings is. Yeah, is he uh, back? He, yeah, the the series right now is like a special standalone Jeopardy from eight to nine on ABC. Uh, Ken Jennings and then the two other guys who I, I can't remember, but it's to see who the greatest of all time is because Jeopardy's winding down because Alex yeah, is yeah right. I, I heard there sick. was a spoiler about that. Like they, they, they leaked mm. all the answers. Yeah. How could about, you like, spoil about, about like who won? Oh. oh yeah. Somebody it's like, cause they're supposed to sign a NDA Yeah, and somebody broke it or revealed that they lost or won or something. Yeah. Signing an NDA is like, it's gotta be, those must be broken like right after you sign them. Cause they're so, you just want to talk about the thing. I don't know. Yeah, there's. A, I I read this article that secret secrets are really bad for for our for you to keep. Like, oh yeah, bad for you uh, physically and mentally. Yeah, yeah. Because the stress, the, yeah. the hormones. Yeah, and because we're just we're not we're not like suppressing information. Yeah, yeah. We're not built. <laughs> Have you seen? This is a movie that this is a great segue. 
The Invention of Lying, Ricky Gervais. No, I know what it is. <laughs> he is hilarious. I, I, I love well, that that's what it is. It's like no filter. And just... Yeah. I heard that um, this might not be true. I heard he said this like once, that he's an atheist. Yeah. Oh, he said that 10 billion times. He, yeah, that's open knowledge. I, I know. <laughs> oh. I don't even believe in God. I don't. It's like, His wow, movie... blowing my mind. That movie makes it abundantly clear that he's. I feel like Americans are so blown away by a British accent. Like they think I you're know. a genius if you have a British accent. Yeah, the Golden Globes was just dominated. Every, like every other person gets up, they're British. That won what? everybody who won. Oh, except for Joaquin. Yeah. And Renee. Zellwig. Uh, but you're right, Fleabag and uh, The Crown. Yeah. A great. Um, Dave Chappelle, who you know, who was arguably canceled, uh, but but I I remember back before he got canceled, um, on the Chappelle show there was the wife swap thing, where there's a uh like a black guy living with a white family and then a white guy living with a black family kind of deal, mm-hmm. and the like black Dave Chappelle's on the toilet looking through the hilarious mag- through the magazines, yeah, and he's flipping through some like. You know, Us Weekly, and he's he goes Renee Zellweger, which <laughs> always. What do you mean he's canceled? They always cancel somebody every five minutes, and then all they cancel them. Do you mean that not officially? His his contract isn't broken from Netflix because he no, did they, or it's said like something. A Twitter thing, like yeah. they, they just because he was insensitive to X, Y, and Z. Yeah. Things are moving too fast for anyone to, for any of it to stick. Yeah, I canceled them, guys. I did it. You canceled them. Oh, now I remember. But you hadn't even seen the special. <laughs> <laughs> You're the guy who doesn't see anything. I read the you jokes. Go clickbait. I read the jokes. I read some think pieces about the special. <laughs> That's all you need. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't like what he said about uh about trans trans people. Hurt hurt my hurt me. But, uh, yeah, he knows better. He knows what he's doing. And also, like, I mean, look, he's he's free to do say whatever he wants in his special. He likes being controversial. But the guy's like, he's just trying. He's, uh, you know, it's it's one thing if if you're staking out like risky territory, um, you know, and and trying to fight for the little guy. But but Dave Chappelle now all 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 he's doing is. Is like protecting celebrities. Like is that whole special, which I didn't watch, was about, uh, you know, <laughs> you, how you still haven't watched it. Yeah, none of us have seen it. <laughs> I've seen, haven't seen, I've it. seen it. It's better than I expect. I think it was like a sniper was in it. Seven out of ten. Coffee shop. Um, have Have you seen the Joker? No, no, but What's I definitely have to. I definitely have to. <laughs> you guys asked me what I was seeing. Phone number, 718-928-9732. Have you seen any of these movies? Uh, <laughs> Have you seen any movies? Yeah. I saw the... Braveheart. Uh, I saw it. Uncut Gems. Uh, Either of you guys seen it? Of course we it. haven't. No. <laughs> so good. It's because it there's is too good. much stuff to keep up with. No, it is amazing. You know what it is? I've heard of it. I don't know exactly what it the is. The Sandman. Adam Sandler. And it's... <laughs> Best role, right? Yeah, yeah. Punch drunk love. 
Cinch, well, it's it's better than even Punch Drug Glove. And I'd Ooh, say oh. that that's that mattress, man. <laughs> oh, great line. I've got a love inside of me that's deeper than anything that you can imagine. Philip Seymour Hoffman's staring at him. So good. Yeah. No, but... Holding, uh, holding the phone. Yeah, holding the phone from, still. From, what, five states over? Yeah. It like goes from, is it from... California LA to, to Utah, LA. Or? No, it's he. He drove. He drove to, to <laughs> he he drove, Sherman Oaks. No, he. I mean Las Vegas. He drove from right. from from like LA to Las Vegas. Still holding the holding phone. the phone that he ripped out of the wall. Yeah, you haven't seen it. You haven't. You seen weren't it. born. Oh my god. We you should, were four. We but, should just that, uh, that. This is a new movie though. No, Punch Drunk Love <laughs> oh, is, is Punch Drunk Love. Uncut Gems is Adam Sandler's best effort since Punch Drunk right. Love. Which was 2003 or four. Yep. PT and Anderson. I think we should just, uh, I'll turn up Thelonious Monk and we'll, we'll just stream Punch Drunk Love now and, and just not do the show. That's how good Punch Drunk Love is. You gotta, gotta watch it. I have two movies to watch when I get home. Soundtrack's amazing too. Yeah. Right? That oh, John yeah. Bryan. John Bryan. Uh, Play some John Bryan up in here. When he's got, when he's playing that organ just sort of organically through the, the movie and then, John Bryan works it into the score. Yes. Pretty cool. Here we uh, go. Where do you guys think uh, uh, Adam Sandler is like for the best comedians, like uh, comedic actors of he's, all time? He's great. He's great. I mean, he's some of his movies are a little silly, but I, I love him. He, if somebody's working that much, they must be a joy to work with. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Cause, yeah. And then you see somebody like, you know, where's Val Kilmer? Like, what's he up to? Yeah. Oh, I know what Val Kilmer's doing. He is it Kilmer? It's Bronson. Or Kilmer. <laughs> That's your shtick. <laughs> you add consonants to last names. <laughs> it's Kilmer. That one I know is Kilmer. Kilmer. Kilmsner. I think it's Kilmer. Well, what, um, what's he's, well I guess maybe he's not healthy. I mean, sometimes. No, he is obsessed with um, Mark Twain. And he does a one man show as Mark Twain. Um, and he dresses up like him and he is, uh, you know, ex, uh, extraordinarily, uh, drunk. Uh, he, he, is he's he, method. Okay. He drinks, so, he's a, he's a boozer, but, okay. and he just pretends he's Mark Twain and does like an hour and a half on stage as Mark Twain. Is he okay? I don't think so. I don't think so. I think he's, no. Cause isn't he supposed to be in the new Top Gun that looks like. Just doesn't seem like a healthy way. To uh to do things, I feel like Maverick should have came out by by now. The Top Gun movie. Oh yeah, this is uh the Punch Drunk Love, uh soundtrack. It, it's like an abstract romance that is. It's not very linear. It's just. I don't so, know. It's a rom com. <laughs> not at all. Keep talking. It's a romance. It's, Adam Sandler. It's abstract. It's. Uh, it's a romance, but it's a it's dark, and Adam Sandler. You see Adam Sandler do stuff that you've never seen. Yeah, but yeah, it's amazing when he. Uh, and then and then uncut gems. Adam Sandler's a a jewel, a, a diamond dealer, in the uh, on Forty Seventh Street here in in the city, and he's a a gambling addict, okay. and he um, hangs out with Kevin Garnett. The, the basketball KG, the basketball player. Now, does Kevin play himself? himself? Yes, and he's amazing. And wow. Lakeith Stanfield is amazing in in the movie. Are and, there any uh, other NBA legends? No, 
No, you need you need another NBA legend. Well, I just if he's playing himself, he, you know, he's in his. You see him in situ. He's probably Kevin hanging Garnett with Paul is, Pierce. And, he's the highest paid NBA player of all time. Who? Ke- Garnett is? Kevin Garnett. KG? Doesn't that catch you off guard? Yes. Caught me off guard. Um, well, I, I don't believe it because I feel like Durant or... What about Kobe? No, highest paid. Yeah. From downtown. You like that? That's my, oh, yeah, <laughs> that's that's Mark, my Marv Elber, but... <laughs> uh, you, did you get... Did this phone ring for you? Today, uh, I if it no, but I also I did give out the number and I thought maybe something was fishy with it. Let's see if any of my hold on. That's the it's it's working. Got people. Uh, maybe they're just hovering. Maybe this this conversation's so interesting. But I got people texting me. Call call in. You're allowed to call in whenever you want. You think you're gonna interrupt us talking about movies we didn't watch. <laughs> <laughs> 718-928-9732. Give us a call, guys. Um, this is where he's having his meltdown right here. Yeah. Oh, the music. This guy. So this guy, John Bryan. We'll we'll, we'll play some uh, Fiona sounds Apple like he, next. Sounds like he's he's got like a trash can, a harmonica, and some glassware. And he's just yeah. conk, clank, conk, conk, conk. Oh, okay, here we go. go. Oh. Uh, race to the bottom. Uh, hello. Hello. Yes, uh, you're on the air, caller. Hey, uh, this is Gabe Alcott calling in from Asheville, North Carolina. Oh, my goodness. Gabe Alcott from Asheville, North Carolina. Uh, welcome to the show. Hey, thank you. So great to be uh, to be on. Your voice sounds good. Uh, you, yours does, too. I, I really love your radio show, so uh, I, I figured, hey, you know, I want to be on it. Good, good. <laughs> What's going? So this is a. Usually, there's a lot more structure to the show, but we're just. It's it's like a, a casual Friday, except it's Saturday morning. We're just we're just yeah. shooting the breeze. I'm I'm into that. I, I realized, you know, while I was listening, I was like, God, I don't even know how to speak to a lot of this stuff. I don't know much about Adam Sandler or Kobe Bryant or the scores <laughs> for these films. Uh huh. Have you like seen I'm Braveheart? A lost, but. It, you seem like a guy who's seen Braveheart. I have. I got to say, um, you know, the whole Mel Gibson thing, I sort of got turned off to that. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know. I'm yeah, he's a creep. Kind of. If, if you pretend it's 1995 when you watch it, and you didn't know yeah, how creepy in that YouTube video that's circulating didn't so, exist. So, Gabe, what yep. do what do you know about? Because we'll we'll come to you. All right, okay, yeah, you got to sink down to my level on this race <laughs> to the bottom. Yeah. Um, here's what I know, man. We gotta we gotta figure out something for you know the the politics disaster. Oh yeah. And here's my position, and you know I doubt it's going to be him, but it's got to be somebody like. Springsteen. Wow. Both you know, Bruce. somebody like that. Tom Hanks. Maybe so. Somebody like that. A celebrity that, well, maybe not Tom Hanks. I mean, here's my thing with yeah. Springsteen. Yeah, why Springsteen? He really appeals to the middle American mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? 
blue like, jeans. Ties the whole, you know, <clears throat> the ties that bind, man. I mean, he, you know, he would he'd yeah. win Nebraska. He, 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 his fan base is pretty split, though. I haven't been to a bunch of Bruce shows. Been to a couple where he talks about, you know, getting out the vote. And, you know, you see people kind of uncomfortable. But I think you're right. He is the middle, the middle ground. Yeah, they, they'd be uncomfortably voting for the boss. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> he could like, vote a few can't states. Not, I can't not do this. And, you know, of course, you know, anybody who really would go out on a limb and, and, and be willing to say really disparaging things about him would immediately out themselves as a total a-hole. You know, they, yeah. you can't you can't say negative things about Springsteen without appearing un-American. Nobody wants to see his birth certificate. It's clear he was born <laughs> in the USA. Ah, what? Hey, and you... I think he was born to run. Wow. You know, I, I really do. Gabe, I... Two two really good ones, but I this is a freestyle show. You you had that you had that in your back pocket. As much as I enjoyed those two jokes, those were prepared, weren't they? Not I mean, not any more <laughs> than any of the rest of the things I say are. You know, because I'm the kind of guy that thinks about things before I say them, and I guess that makes me a total dinosaur. <laughs> Well, you know, I so uh, I I guess I'd, I'd vote for Bruce. Yeah, I I don't even you know. I, yeah, that's exactly the response you'd want to get. Yeah, I get. I guess I'd do that. Huh. You know, Why? Like, no, oh, you want yeah. somebody who's passionate about voting for Bruce. There will definitely be people somebody, who are passionate no, about somebody it. Somebody somewhere out there is there's going to be people who are fervently passionate about voting for Bruce. Yeah. I'm just yeah. saying, most people. In order to in order to, to win in today's warped you know political arena, you want most people to be like, I guess I do that because that that's that's what you know what I mean. Yeah, it's like that sounds better than the other bad thing. <laughs> kind of pretty much kind of world we're living in. When Trump yeah. won, the first thing I remember someone saying was, "I'm ready for something different." Yeah, that was the first thing I heard. Well, I, like know, it was macaroni. I even saw hippies sharing um, Breitbart articles on their Facebook streams. That's how effective, you know, whoever was was out there yeah. trolling the universe on the internet was really effective at doing it. You know, whoever it was. But you know what what Bruce would be I, good at is uh, the you know when when politicians are like that reminds me of this guy that i met on the trail and in, in idaho and then they tell some story yeah. that's like all bruce's yeah. songs he'd be like i met a man in idaho with a <laughs> injured leg from a motorcycle accident but he's like, never met exactly. any of those guys these are the politicians <laughs> and these are the politicians he'd just make them up it'd just be like song lyrics Here's what you wouldn't get. You wouldn't get, oh, yeah, I really didn't want to, but, you know, I voted for that Trump because I couldn't stand that Springsteen. Yeah. I, you know let's get, I mean? let's get on the campaign trail. Was like, I just couldn't couldn't look, sink to the lows of, of voting for Hillary Clinton. Yeah. So, I, I you know, I, I pulled the lever for Trump. Yeah. You know? That's what we heard a lot of. We did. Yeah. And I'm not saying it's, I'm not saying it's going to be Springsteen. This is, a, this is a point of thought. It's like somebody kind of liked that. If well, there's anybody out there like that, well, why? I mean, 
Why did you uh, the American flag kind of thing? Why did you shut down my uh, 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 Tom Hanks idea? I think he's more Uh, liberal. He's viewed more liberal than yeah. Everybody loves Tom Hanks, though, right? He's probably the most loved man in in America. I don't know, man. I think Woody Harrelson might have liberal too, but he's got a little bit more heartland in him. Yeah, and he's kind of like libertarian. Yeah, I could see Woody. Yeah, or he's like a a think for yourself. He's sort of like a a, a hemp advocate, but he's Kentucky to the core. Yeah, he probably has some guns, but you know. Blah, blah, blah. He's a guy you have a beer with. Kind of you know what I mean? I say McConaughey. <laughs> McConaughey. Because he'll eat up Texas. Yeah, he's, he's, yeah, he's a little bit too too new school rock and roll. A lot of these people don't know who, who he is. You know? I th- people have been saying stuff like, like George Clooney. You know, all we're doing is naming celebrities that we think would do a better job. Yeah, because at, that's at, where we're at. at. The helm of, of that. Because that's where we're at. And that's where that's was my point yeah i was like i i can bring something along this topic to race to the bottom because we got to really take a minute to pause that we're talking about you know just getting movie stars yeah. or other celebrities well that's we, it is famous musicians well, what about tom brady you or know? somebody like an athlete Oh, Tom yeah. Brady's winning. Oh, right, an athlete. Yeah, but yeah, Jack, right. Jack Kemp almost, uh, Jack Kemp was a quarterback for my Buffalo Bills who ran for Yeah, but Tom Brady is, is a Trump guy, so that defeats so the right. purpose. Yeah. Right, well, and a lot of athletes are, are you know, they're, they're all over the map, but is there any athletes that, you know, a lot of them would really, you know, um, appeal to the evangelical base, the whole taking a knee thing, Yeah. you know. LeBron? But it, LeBron... <laughs> Um, you know, people, I, I was having this conversation with my little sister, you know, she's talking about, well, what about maybe Oprah? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, you know, clearly would be a good choice, but I don't think that it would be the kind of landslide popular vote scene as somebody like the boss. Yeah. And that's the thing you get into with a, with a sports figure, you know, an athlete. You know, it's it's tough for everybody to love that person. It's like Michael Jordan. Yeah. You know what I mean? Especially if they're There's, they're on the, the the they're not on your team. Right. If they're not on your team, you really don't like yeah. them. Yeah. Uh, until they get on your team. Well, Gabe, I this is great, and you know, uh, thanks to Johnny, we uh, from Johnny's Automotive, we can have these kind of discussions have you ever been to johnny's automotive it's there in, in western north carolina i love that place man. yeah god they they do it right and they check it yeah you know, uh, they check it out yeah yeah i mean i you know i've been to a, a couple other mechanics and they did it right but it didn't really feel like they checked it out. i know yeah I you gotta check your work johnny's auto is a springsteen song i think uh yeah he he's got he's got a song about johnny I know a man named Johnny who owns an automotive shop in Nashville, North Carolina. He sponsors a radio show called Race to the Bottom. Um, all right, Gabe, I'm going to free the line. Uh, and I really... Yeah, do it. Do uh, it. I please. don't even deserve to be on, really. Yes, I really had a good time being on. Yeah, and your voice, <laughs> I got to say, your voice sounds really good on the radio. Great voice. Yeah. Oh, well, gosh. Yeah. I'm flattered. I'm flattered. Keep keep calling, okay? Not- I will. I'll, t- I'll call back. I'll call back sometime with some more of my 
you know, stuff I've prepared <laughs> for the air. Okay. Thanks, Gabe. <laughs> All right. Cheers. Bye. I'll take care. Bye. Oh, that was, that was interesting. I know that dude. I've, I, I went to college with that guy. Ah. Um, here, let's, let's listen to some, uh, Fiona Apple. Every single night, I endure the flight of little wings of white flame, butterflies in my brain. These ideas of mine percolate the mind, trickle down the spine, swarm the belly, swelling to a blaze. That's where the pain comes in, like a second skeleton trying to fit beneath the skin. I can't fit the feelings in, no. Single nights of light with my friend. I say to her, what I say to her, what does she think of me? That I'm not what I ought to be, that I'm what I turn out to be. It's got to be somebody else's fault. I can't get caught if what I am is what I am, cause I does what I Brother, get back, cause my breath's gonna bust open The rib is the shell, and the heart is a yoke And I just made a meal for us both to choke on Every single night to fight with my friend Yeah, Fiona Apple she worked a lot with John Bryan, who John Bryan did the soundtrack for Punch Drunk Love, which we were talking about. And uh, that's how it all fits together. Right? Right, yeah. guys? Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's how it pretty much comes together, race <laughs> to the bottom right here on Saturdays. Nice, yes. 1046. Phone number 718-928-9732. Just got some interesting political advice from... My buddy Gabe. That guy Gabe, he's a woodworker. If you ever want uh, some amazing, uh, uh, like a cabinet built out of hardwood, that it's the guy is talented. Oh, what's yeah. his website? Um, it's like Gabe Alcott Woodworker. Something. If you type Google <laughs> Gabe Alcott, yeah, A U C O T T, I think. Yeah, woodworker. And uh, yeah. The guys can can make some stuff with wood. Just put in the special code, race to the bottom. Race to the bottom at checkout for fifteen percent <laughs> off, baby. Doing a little Dennis like Miller. Yeah, race to the bottom. This is fun, guys. Yeah. So, um, so Terzel, what what's a where, where do you expect Blue Yorker to be in in a year? In a year? Yeah, your radio show. I don't even show. know where I'll be in a year. I don't even know. I'll probably be in like California or something like that. I don't even know. What? Really? <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't know. A year is like a long time for me to think about. Like I can think about like two months. Man, no wow. five-year plan, huh? <laughs> Sweet emotion. <clears throat> you just said, can't say where I'd be in a year. Can't say, baby, where I'll be in a year. He says that in this song. Uh-huh. This is you, man. You're going to be going across country in a Corvette. Listen to this on repeat. Um, I feel like life can change so much in a year. Yeah. Even if you plan for a year, 
Yeah. Can change so much. So yeah, uh, usually you, doesn't though. What's what's that? <laughs> uh, yeah. Listen to us, forty year old dudes. Yeah, it pretty much always sucks. <laughs> um, no, no you, you think it's going to be like this catastrophic things coming all the time. At least I do, and it, it's not coming. It's yeah, that's just anxiety. Get up and eat yeah. your eggs. And, so I'll, I'll rephrase, Terzel. What, what are your hopes for what? Where do you want to take Blue Yorker over the next uh, little while? I what's just, I just what, want it what's to the be, conception? I just want it to be a really good show. Uh-huh. That's really it. Yeah. You know, and I just want to get uh, better at, like, speaking and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, in a room by myself, because I feel like that's really awkward. Yeah. That's like, you know. And then once it's awkward, you have like a, a half second of pause. You're like, oh, damn, I messed up. <laughs> What's the show synopsis? It's it just, you know, new play like, yeah, like hip hop and R&B. And then like just talk about like stuff, whatever. <laughs> I thought yeah. you had to have like some big concept to get a show here. It's pretty much like, <laughs> yeah, it's just, just music. want to play rock and roll. All right. He just said, can't say baby where I'd be in a year. If, if you're keeping score at home um and and uh can't where do, where where's uh the mothers what's the what's like the big uh what would be the biggest get who could you interview on on your show that would just i think i might have got the biggest get i, I would say the ultimate get would be dweezil yeah. zappa i mean there's really like three guys that i can probably even and then because because the for people who would... don't know i'm sorry to interrupt you i just want to Reset. Oh, that, yeah, this is why I learned this from reset. Terry Gross. Uh, so if you're just tuning in, I'm, I'm asking Kent Corn. This is Race to the Bottom, and you're listening to Radio Free Brooklyn. I'm talking to uh, Kent Corn and, and Terzel about their their shows here on the on the radio station, and and I just <laughs> asked uh, Kent where he he imagines what the big interview get would be for his show Mothers of Connection, which is a, a Frank Zappa uh, based show where he kind of traces Frank Zappa uh, and all of his musical connections through the history of music. And if you just joined in, I am answering John. Uh, I always wondered why they, they, I always thought they over-reset Yeah, in those things. But It's comforting, though. Sure, yeah, no, it does feel like they're doing it for you. Yeah. Uh, the Mothers was out of sitting at work being like, why don't more people understand Frank Zappa? And I'm kind of bored and I want to get in front of a mic. And I saw Cosmic Debris was a show, and I was like, "Oh, that's a Zappa show," but it's mm-hmm. just because it's a song title. But I want, I want to just, I would, I would like to meet a lot of these guys, like Dweezil, Napoleon, and then I have an interview with the Ike Willis. This is the first time I'm just going to plug it on this show and see if anybody cares. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you know who that is? Ike Willis. He's a Joe of in Joe. He's like the title character. He's one of Frank's main vocalists and guitar player. And, oh, wow. uh, Joe's Garage. So he, if you ask most Zappa fans, you'd probably say maybe him over Napoleon uh-huh. after Dweezil. But he might be the guy because he's almost like the lead singer uh, from 78 to 88. Uh, yeah, 78 to 88. So I'm going to talk to this guy tomorrow and, re- and oh throw my down. God. So it's actually a big deal. So that was kind of the the goal was to be this the central hub for all things Zappa, but also turn people into other music. Like we played Rush and talked about Neil Park passing. So it's a music show. Nice. Uh, per- perfect timing because we got a phone call. Uh, caller, you're on the air. Hey, John. It's Tom. Oh, my goodness. So uh, for, if you're just tuning in, 
<laughs> this is Race to the Bottom, and we take phone calls on the show, and this is my buddy Tom Domena on the line. How's it, how's it going, bud? It's going okay. I just woke up, and I thought I'd give you a call. Uh, yeah, this is a, a freestyle show, so whatever's on on your mind, you can uh, you can spill it. Um, well, uh, I work at the music venue One Longfellow Square, and we had this blues guy last night named James Montgomery, who's been around a really long time, and um, you know he does like these long little bluesy interludes where he kind of raps about life or something, and. I don't know. It goes on these little monologue tangents while the band, you know, plays behind them. And yeah, he just was saying these really weird, creepy things, and I just had to tell somebody about it. I don't think he knew that that they were creepy. Yeah, well, look, give give um, us an example. What what kind of stuff was he saying? Oh man, you know, uh, let me break it down. Uh, so uh, you know, when I was a young man, <laughs> I had. Uh, well, I, I had a little trouble talking to the ladies, and uh, you know, they'd uh, they'd be like, "Hey, I, I don't want to talk to you," <laughs> and then they <laughs> and then they'd go away, and I'd be like, hmm, "That's interesting." And then one day, well, I was at the principal's office, and uh, <laughs> it just like it just got really like he clearly and creeped out a particular person and it was just all within this like context of like women and and uh learning about women and the and and as this is going the like it's still like ding ding ding, ding in the background like the the yes there's yeah. like this guy like a 75 year old guy railing away on the drums and um a very portly lead guitar player. <laughs> and, uh, uh, and then after he kind of goes off on these like, you know, tangents on women, then he'll just play these very high energy harmonica solos. And it just was the whole thing just really was funny. And it's very par for the course at one long fellow square, the music venue I work at. Yeah. You get these interesting sub-famous acts that exist in this um, very particular, I don't know, vein. You got uh, James Taylor's brother, Livingston Taylor, play there recently. Yeah. And um, I was excited about that one because, I I don't know, I I love James Taylor and I wanted to meet him. And um, he was really tall and he was, he dressed like a preppy guy from Martha's Vineyard. And, um, uh, was really strange right off the bat. He just was making all kinds of weird faces (laughs) and I thought something's wrong with this guy. (laughs) And, um, anyway, he did his sound check and I chatted with his wife in the lobby and she was very nice. And then, um, he came in and he asked for his dressing room and I, I had to tell him that he he had already been in in the dressing room. (laughs) (laughs) I took him down there and he was like, um, okay, I see. Well, I'll take my buyout then. And, and we did not have a buyout for him, <laughs> which was uh-huh. a food buyout. It's like, so he's just like left and right. And plus when he arrived, the door wasn't open. So he's just like ready to kind of like 
blow a gasket. Yeah. For he's how like, he's being treated. He's big time in you. Yeah. And so I guess it all blew up in the venue manager's face. Um, and the venue manager brought his family to see the show. Mm. Um, and uh, after the show, Livingston Taylor was letting off his opening acts off stage. She was she came up on stage, I guess, at the end. And um, Jeff, the venue manager, was waiting for Livingston to sign an album that he brought in a Livingston Taylor, you know, nineteen seventy two vinyl. Mm-hmm. And um, he's waiting there. Or we picture this waiting right off the, the stage, side steps, with his parents and the album in his hands. And Livingston Taylor's like, you hold a lady's hand when she gets off the stage. <laughs> Come over here. Jeez. <laughs> and berates him for not showing etiquette to a lady getting off the stage. And then um, the whole thing just got terrible. And he really, I guess, he, he really, I, I do think he's like a, a, a strange guy. And he he just lost his temper and, and he immediately 180'd and backtracked. But, you know, it was sort of like the final straw where you're just like, ugh. And plus the show was really, I mean, you're like, oh, this is tragic. <laughs> you know, like he did this very stale, canned, hold on guys, James is texting me right now. He says, okay, you can play Carolina in my mind if the audience is feeling it. Wow. Are you guys feeling it? You know, and you wanted to throw up. Yeah. Are we? <laughs> yeah. And um, they ate it up. They ate it up. And he walks out of there with like $4,000, plays the crappiest. I don't know. It wow. was hard. It was It was hard. It's hard to watch. Well, And he has like a huge ego. A huge it, ego. <laughs> uh, well, it's, 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 that's. That's hilarious. It's it must have been hard to watch, but it's it's good to hear about. It's good to hear from you. And I got to let you go. I got to get ready for Crime okay. Talk BK. Uh, bye, Tommy. Um, thank you, Terzel and and Kent. Thank we you. got Crime Talk BK coming up. This yeah. has been Race to the Bottom. And uh, have a great week, guys. Thanks Freestyle show. Freestyle. We out. We out. Oh.